Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Clocked In with me, your host, Jordan Edwards. I'm thrilled to have you tune in as we dive into the dynamic world of productivity, success, and stories of incredible individuals who've mastered the art of getting things done. Whether you're commuting, hitting the gym, or just relaxing at home, this podcast is the go-to source for inspiration and actionable tips to level up your productivity game. I'm on a mission to unravel the secrets of those who seem to effortlessly manage their time and achieve their goals. So if you're ready to clock in and unlock your full potential, you're in the right place. We've got a lineup of amazing guests, industry experts, and thought leaders who will share their insights and strategies to help us crush your to-do list and make the most out of every moment. Get ready to get inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to supercharge your productivity. This is Hashtag Clocked In with Jordan Edwards. Let's dive in. Hey, what's going on, guys? we got two special guests today, uh, which is incredible. We have Michael and Kira. They run a Night Leadership 360, which is a top coaching and leadership certification company. Not only do they offer state-of-the-art coaching, but they also offer dynamic leadership and empowerment seminars and even offer the incredible breathtaking experience of glass walking and hot, cold fire walking. How is that even possible? Mike, Kira, how are you guys doing today? I'm excited to have you on the Clock 10 podcast. Yeah, we're excited to be here. It's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, this is going to be fun. So Kira, Mike, where does your journey start with all this? So I'll start. Um, so my journey starts with 14 years and yeah, 14 years ago now being introduced to coaching um, as a client. Um, I had been in therapy on and off up until that point for basically since I was about 12. Um, different challenges in my life brought me to therapy. And while I made some progress when I got into coaching, I really found out and discovered that I had some more growth that it needed to be done. Um, And I was really pleasantly surprised that it did not take nearly as long. You know, I was in therapy for all those years. It didn't take nearly as long in coaching to make some really big life changes. And that opened my eyes to, hey, this is something I want to share. You know, if this can make that big of a difference in my life, everybody needs this. So hence me going into coaching, becoming a coach, um, starting Ignite Leadership 360 and enjoying every moment of it. Incredible, incredible. And for you, for you, Kira, you mentioned, and I appreciate your vulnerability of sharing, and you mentioned that there was therapy and then coaching. What what do you find is the big difference? Because I know there's a lot of confusion in that. People don't realize what's going on. How, how do you, how was your experience with both of those? Yeah, what was absolutely. the big difference? Absolutely. So I think, you know, I had these traumatic events that happened um, starting at a very early age, actually, to be completely honest, starting at birth, because I was born with a cleft lip. So I have a birth defect and had several surgeries. I had nine total growing up. Um, So some traumatic experiences there, struggled with an eating disorder, struggled with sexual abuse, all these things that again, brought me into therapy. And at therapy, oftentimes there's a lot of talk about the events. So about what happened and how you feel. And that's, all well and good, except for there's not a lot of progress from that. So, you know, you talk about the event, which to be honest with you, sucked the first time you talked about it, sucks the more, the more you talk about it. And then you feel how you felt during either during the event or whatever emotion you're struggling with after the event. And you kind of can get stuck in that loop around back and forth, the event, 
the feelings, the event, the feelings. The main difference with coaching that I experienced and that obviously I coach my clients is, okay, great. So the event happened. We can't change that. We can't go back and not have, you know, and erase that event. Like I said, it sucked the first time, right? Continuing to talk about those feelings that aren't serving you is only going to put you deeper in touch or deeper um, connected to that feeling, right? The thing that therapy oftentimes does not address is the meaning that we give that event. So just as human beings, we're, we make meaning all the time, right? We have to make sense of the world. So an event happens and we assign a meaning to it. You know, for me, one of the things that I thought I had I came into coaching saying, I've been in therapy. I've dealt with everything, right? Only to find out that I hadn't changed the meanings of certain events, right? So for me, in my 20s, I was raped. And I thought I processed through it all. I'd been in therapy. I'm all good. What I discovered was that there was still a meaning that I was holding on. There was that meaning of, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of um, a relationship that's full of love. You know, I'm... I'm all these different, you know, and I go on and on about the meanings that I discovered. The key to that was that once I was aware of those meanings, I could change them because nothing has any meaning except for the meaning we give it. Wow. Wow. That is very, very powerful. And when you think about it, like you were mentioning, um, when you think of uh, therapy, it's more of that looking backwards where coaching is that I love how you placed it. You just said, and that's what you guys are doing with Ignite 360. You're just the change of meaning. And looking forwards, we're going to be different because that new meaning has been applied. Incredible. Yeah. yeah, I mean, continue on. So when did you jump into Ignite 360? And how did you feel comfortable enough to coach? Because I feel like there's a lot of those insecurities going on where people are like, Am I capable of coaching? I don't know. Like I have problems too. <laughs> like we all have problems. And that's the number one, Jordan. That's the number one um, feedback, I guess I hear, or number one doubt that I hear from someone who's considering being a coach. They'll say to me, how can I coach somebody else? My life isn't perfect. And that's it right there. So once you embrace, once I embraced that, of course, my life is not perfect. And I embraced everything that I've been through and understood and really, like I said, I use that word embrace because really became not just okay, but became excited to share my experiences. That opens up the door for other people to do the same. You know, nobody, honestly, nobody wants a perfect coach. I don't want my coach to be perfect. First of all, there's no such thing as perfect. And with that said, I don't want my coach to present herself or himself, like, you know, life is perfect because that's not the truth. That is not the reality and people will not relate to you. Right. So for me, you know, yes, I had those doubts, but the more I did it and the more that I really settled into my authentic self and just shared my story, that that was the key. Yeah. 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 And Mike, I see you nodding. What, what do you think about all this? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kira and I, Kira and I had very different paths before we before we came together, and um, you know, my my year, my my journey has been more from an executive coach and a and a uh, and a marketing coach and a technology executive over the years, and you know, I went through tons of programs, personal development programs, and 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 coached people and did career coaching. But until I really came to Kira's programs, how we initially met before we got married was 
I learned more in a weekend with her than I had practically with the thousands and thousands of dollars that I had that had shared. So wow. I just wanted to be part of what she had, what she did. And and she's right. And she's being modest. I mean, she I see her in, the, in, in these kind of immersion seminars that we do. And she just slides into this moment where where her authentic self kind of comes out. And that's when truly true vulnerability comes out and you see her impact a client. You know, and then we, you know, we do that, uh, you know, every single weekend when we're in those seminars and she, she does an incredible job and, and, and she's absolutely right is it's all about the vulnerability. Yeah. And for you, Mike, that it's, it, I'm sitting here thinking about it because it's very interesting. Your past and like your past coaching is like what, what, what you were taught to do, like what people wanted you to do. It's the type of coaching in corporations and it's how those work. Right. It's and very accountability based. Right. It's, it's, yeah. very, it's very mechanics and, and, and accountability based. And what Kira delivers and what we deliver at Ignite Leadership 360 is, is more that mindset and then drip in the me- mechanics. Oh, I love that. because So accountability is definitely one of the biggest components, but having that mesh of both and realizing that both of you aren't perfect in either department and you can actually aid each other. Was that an interesting dynamic for you guys? Cause I know a lot of people struggle with partnerships and finding them. So for you guys, I see you that's laughing, a, Mike. That's a whole nother seminar right there. Oh, another podcast. That's right. That's right. So, but like, I like what you said, Jordan. I think there is, there's definitely some compliments. Um, you know, we joke all the time and say, you know, Mike's not into the feelings, right? So anytime, you know, we go into the feelings, which is all the time, <laughs> we go into the feeling, you know, Mike kind of takes a step back. And that's not to say, again, I, w- I don't want to paint that, paint you, Mike, in the wrong light, because it's not to say that he doesn't have feelings or he doesn't honor the feelings. And it's more of that blend of that masculine and feminine right. energy, you know, that, 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 again, masculine energy wants to fix, wants to go right to. So here's what we're going to do, A, B, and C, and that feminine energy that's more of, hey, before we get there, you know, let's, let's stay, let's connect with those yeah. feelings, let's embrace them, let's appreciate them. And then we can move on. <laughs> yeah, and that's how we kind of evolved over time, right? Because we we initially started with personal coaching, then very quickly saw that you know there's a marketing coaching need, there's a business coaching need, there's accountability and goal need, and and we kind of tag team that process a lot. Which is you know sometimes there's a mindset aspect that Kira is the master at, and then there's the execution side, which which I thrive in. So when we come together with that coaching team, we give you you know, and we always say this, and we had said this to you before in, in a conversation was. You're kind of whether you're a business or, or personal, you're you're a person first. We address the person first, and then we worry about everything else in the operational world. Yeah, and that is so important to realize. And I think for any of the listeners, I think that's what Mike said might be one of the biggest things in general is that whenever you're working with people or at jobs or at school or with clients or whoever, we have to realize that we're all people and we can all make mistakes or we can all. We're, we're all flawed and that's okay. Um, so what today is Ignite 360? Like, I understand that there's been a transition. How did that occur? And what is it today? Kira. Yeah. 
Um, so I think, again, we've kind of alluded to it. I think the combination of both of our skill set, um, a, a huge shift happened when um, when Mike became 100% entrepreneur with me. Um, and we really, you know, partnered together to expand. Uh, the company was actually called Ignite Your Light Coaching when it first started. And, you know, we made that transition to Ignite Leadership 360 so that it was more inclusive of everything that we do offer, you know, so we have the personal side that is one-on-one coaching, the seminars. um, And then we have the business side that, you know, is, is, is really a a wide variety of things from working with organizations, with teams, doing seminars for them, having Mike is a master of marketing. So having that marketing part, which is so important, you know, without that marketing, you're not going to have clients. And COVID, COVID was a big shift. You know, Jordan, I know you talked about your podcast with COVID, you know, telling a, a great, not a great story, but a, a reality of, 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 a you know, trying to trauma to triumph type of story is, you know, Kira several years ago, or actually the, about six months before COVID had a severe foot break. And oh, wow. we, we were a very, person to person business at that point in a geographical location. So for her to not be able to walk upstairs was something that was, um, you know, pretty, pretty daunting for us. So we created this entire online model for coaching um, over this period of time while she was laid up for three to four months as going through rehabilitation and things. So, you know, we kind of finished that up towards the towards the end of 2019, unbeknownst to us that COVID was right around the corner and was going to give us a second punch. But when COVID came, we had a dry run of this new online model that we had been doing at a necessity. And we hopped right into that. And COVID was actually one, again, I I, I know there were so many businesses impacted by, by COVID. We actually thrived in COVID because we actually exported our product out to the 50 states and had people all over the country utilizing online services. We actually had folks fly to us based on online services and kind of doing some of our seminars and things like that. So it was, you know, one of those things that, that again goes back to our mindset coaching is there is no, there is no downturn unless you allow it to happen. Right. And that's what we like to teach is you, you create the circumstances, you change the circumstances you are the power that moves forward. And that's kind of what we teach on, on an ongoing basis. Yeah. And I think everyone needs to hear that right about now, just because we're at looming recession, people are scared, people are uh, contracting. They're not, they're not in this abundant state. And I know Mike, you mentioned it before previously when we were talking where you're like, this is the time to grow. It, it is. Yeah. We, and we talk of this about our, our business clients all the time is there's this natural contraction. It happens when the economy is bad, right? And which I love hearing that thing is the, the reality is there's no good economy and there's bad economy. It's just the economy, right? So the reality is when there's a turn, when there's a downturn, and if you're a sports fan, you'll understand this is, you know, where the puck's going, right? And try to anticipate, of course. You know, this is not the first recession we've been through, right? This has happened a, a, a number of times in our lifetime alone, and we know what happens during a recession. So where is the puck going? What are you going to do to anticipate where your business is go- you know, you're going um, and, and focus on that? And this, is, this is the time to advertise, not the time to contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know, so with Ignite Leadership, you guys have the coaching, you have the marketing. What is the major difference really, or personal part of the personal coaching versus business coaching? Because I know there's probably listeners in both avenues. 
that are sitting there thinking, what, what, what's going on here? So I think, I think first I would say that, you know, there, there tends to be an overlap. Right? Of course, definitely. Again, going back to that, you're a person first. Um, I would say, you know, I would say the main difference that I see, and, you know, Mike, I want you to definitely weigh in here. The main difference I see is personal, um, the personal coaching people are coming, they're feeling, you know, they're feeling stuck. They're feeling like there's something in their life that is just not quite right. They don't have the level of fulfillment. They're maybe they're not sure what their purpose is. You know, a lot of the individuals who come into coaching are at that transition point. So maybe, you know, like empty nesters. I have quite a few clients right now who are moms of teenagers. Um, you know, they have things going on in their life and they're, they're just like, I, I don't know what to do with this. Um, where I think as the, the business coaching, you know, people come into business coaching with a very a problem, like, a problem and like a list, like they right. want to do A, B and C. Whereas right. in personal coaching, it's not as like, I'll use that word curriculum kind of base. Like our business coaching is a little bit more, even though it's not, we don't use a curriculum. It's kind of more like that. Where right. there could be, you know, there's there's steps that are a little a little bit more linear than in the personal coaching. Yeah, and the commonality, I think, here you would probably agree, it is that universal word of "I'm stuck," right? That phrase of "I'm stuck," and that's generally whether you're the personal side or the business side. It, you know, on the business side, it's generally because they want to expand the business, or their their business is failing because of a new competitor, or they they don't know where to spend their marketing dollars correctly. And it really universally becomes that I'm stuck. And what we're helping them do is they know the answer, right? We don't need to be the guru who tells them. We want to help them discover the answer. And that's universal, whether it's the personal side or the business side, and then help them make the harder right decisions of change. And that's really what our fundamental of our coaching is. And I think that also yeah. goes back to the question you asked earlier, Jordan, about the difference between coaching and therapy. Um, and at least our style of coaching is not dependency based. You know, it, it could be the worst commercial or sales pitch ever. But, you know, you don't need to hire us. Like nobody needs to hire a coach. You may want to hire us because you're not where you want to be in life. If you're not at that level of fulfillment or if your business is not where you want it to be, then we highly recommend of course, we're a little bit partial to, to our services. And if not, hire a different coach, but get, get a coach because that's what a coach is there for. A coach is there right. to help you. And we, yeah, and we test I, that and we and we test that theory all the time. I mean, we we we're hired by by companies or individuals that are far more successful than us combined. That said, we bring a value to the table with our with our philosophy of pointing out, you know, kind of showing you the mirror and seeing. What are you doing incorrectly or what is the challenge you may not be seeing? And Kira say it, the saying, saying I love you say it, when you say it all the time. You don't? No, I don't know. I was going to say it's really standing, hard. The, right. It's really hard to see your own shit when you're standing in your own shit. Right. And <laughs> that's, 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 that's what coaching is at the end of the day. Right. That's Worst billboard like. ever, but that's the fundamentals of, of, of what we help people sort through. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's super powerful as I've, have uh i've done different coaching groups i host a coaching group and it is really powerful to get another perspective people don't realize it but they think their situation's unique but in reality we're all having a human experience that's right means there's got to be some commonalities and if someone's done it before then you've seen that and i can guarantee you that mike and kira have seen more experiences than the then the entrepreneur or the individual is trying to do it themselves where they go, 
I don't know how to ask that question. I don't know what that is. Like the, the really cool thing about coaching is the holistic view that you end up getting after meeting with so many different clients and half the people don't even realize it. Yeah. Half them don't even realize it. What, what are some of the stuff that you're seeing? Well, I, think, I was going to say, I think the other thing too, you're right is holistically, right? Cause that's one of the things that we've done a really great job of, you know, we're going to be announcing a health partnership that we're going to be health co- a true health coach. You know, uh, energy coaching is another one that that uh, Kira spends a lot of time with partners. And so it is as we've kind of grown, we you you're absolutely 100 percent is there's that, you know, there is that 100 percent holistic view that people want. And I've learned many times in my life is everyone is not like you. Right. And that's the beautiful thing about what we do is we have a partnership or a program that will help just about anybody. And along that line, like we're big on collaborations, right? Because, you know, I think it all goes back to, to that abundance mindset of, you know, one of the things people will say to me, since we do, we do train individuals to be life coaches, whether they want to go through the certification process um, just for their own personal development, or they want to actually do it as a career, or they want to add it to, you know, to whatever they're doing now. So I'll have people say to me, so that doesn't make sense, Kira. Like you're you're training your competition, right. which blows my mind because you know. And my response always is, "You gotta be kidding me! <laughs> there are so many people that I can. There's no way I could reach all those people." Right. right? We and need our, our passion and our passion is to do it right too, right? Because the reality is, listen, you can get certified online for twenty five dollars to be a life coach. You know, the program <laughs> that we do is a intensive, immersive two hundred hour program. You know, you're you the the user can decide what's more beneficial to them. Is it a title or is it the experience? And and you know, I think everybody knows universally it's the it's the experience. And that ties yeah. in right back to our main foundation of that's that is the importance of authenticity. Because yeah. I firmly believe if you're going to be a coach, you have to have been a client. You have to sit in that seat. Right. There's so yeah. many times during my sessions, and I'm sure Jordan, you say the same thing, where somebody will, you know, I'll we'll be talking about something and I'll say, I remember, like I remember being in that seat and learning what what I'm te- you know, hearing what I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so that personal, that that personal relationship that is built from that authenticity and that rapport is so important. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you mentioned a couple different things and we'll, we'll get through them all. But the first thing you mentioned is the life coaching certificate. And Mike, I know you hopped in a little bit with the 200 hours, but what is somebody going to get with that? And I completely agree that it's the experiences in our life that dictate the life we have. So having those higher level experiences are super important. So what, what is some of the stuff that's encompassed in this course Slash certificate. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let Kira take that one. She, this was her kind of mastermind. Is in addition, we added to the regular coaching, which is brilliant. So it's a lot. I will say that it's a lot. It's and and it, I will um, generalize it by it's it's layered learning. So successful learning is layered learning, right? That it's twofold. In in my experience and what I have uh, noticed, it's layered learning and it's also immersion. So if you're going to learn something, like the example I like to give, if you wanted to learn a foreign language, the best thing actually is to, let's say you wanted to learn Italian. The best thing is for me to fly you over to Italy and just drop you in because you're going to learn Italian pretty darn quick, <laughs> right? That's the power of immersion. 
right? You're immersed in that culture. You're going to learn all about it that much quicker because you don't have a choice. Um, so our what we start with, what we kick off, we do offer a six-month and a 12-month program. Both program, we kick it off with an immersion seminar that is a Friday through Saturday, or I'm sorry, Friday through Sunday. Immersion, like Friday, we start at six, we leave around 1130 or midnight. You know, we're back there Saturday, 9 a.m., Sometimes we don't leave till after midnight on Saturday, um, Sunday. Sunday, I do my best to get people out by 7 p.m. Um, but it's immersion. And it's crazy because people will say to me, oh, my gosh, that's so long. Like I don't think I could sit in a room for that long. And the two things I say is, first of all, you're not going to be sitting. <laughs> this is not it's not <laughs> style training. It's not there's no tech. There's I give you a manual, but I don't even follow the manual completely. Um, it is nothing traditional in in right it's a mind it's a mindset boot camp it really is the is is a, is the best way to describe it and the second thing i tell people is time flies on sunday i usually am kicking people out because i'm like i'm right. done i'm gonna go home you gotta and, and the testament that here is too and jordan is we'll have somebody come back three or four times right because they they <laughs> They, they, they have the protection of that that really great immersion in that tribe. And then they go back to the operational world for a couple of months and they get their ass kicked a little bit. And then they'll come back and ask here, can I, can I come back and and just kind of reset? And they go through that process again. And, and that's the that's a beautiful thing of that that immersion weekend. But that's yeah. what it kicks off with. But then there's again, there's there's additional that that's an in-person seminar again during okay. COVID. COVID, we did it virtually. Then we even transitioned to a hybrid. I am really a big fan of coming in person because there's just there's there's things that we do there. For example, the glass walk. We do the glass walk at this seminar, which is called Ignite Your Leader. We can't do that virtually. I can't send you broken glass to walk on. So there are things that we can't do. Um, we'll send them some Legos every once in a while or something. <laughs> right. So I, I would love, you know, people to come in person. Then after that, some of the training, probably 70% of the training then is virtual. Um, the other two components that's really big in the certification is what I mentioned already. You're going to do coaching with me. So everyone who goes through that certification, you're going to have our foundational coaching package, which is how I start anyone who wants to work one-on-one -on -one with me. You're going to have those eight one-hour sessions with me. So you're going to have sat in that coaching seat. Right? Oh, wow. The second part of it is we have something called a mentor module coaching, which is where the student will have, will find two pro bono clients and they're going to take them through that foundational coaching package, just like they went through with me as their mentor. So yeah. I'm not actually in the sessions with them. However, I talked to them before the session, talked to them after the session, you know, kind of setting them up. And of course, their pro bono clients know that they're in training. They're going to be, they might be looking at notes, you know, they may pause more than, you know, I pause. Um, but it's awesome because they have, they graduate from that six month program with having, you know, testimonials and having clients already under their belt. And, so, that, and that to me is what sets us apart. I mean, that, that mentoring practicum piece is, is huge relative to other programs. Absolutely. And I mean, from my experience, immersions are the gateway to really make a change. So when you think about it for someone who's never gone to an immersion, it's like when you go skiing, you're not going to go skiing for one day, you're going to go for three days, you're going to suck, and then you're going to get better. <laughs> and by the third day, you're like, why am I leaving this? This isn't what I, I'm finally good. I don't want to leave. That's right. And 
this is kind of what happens with immersions. And then I think the follow-up is really pivotal because people gain these new skills and this newfound confidence, but then sometimes it dwindles off. And I think that's really cool that you're doing a, a really learn by doing action where people are learning and going through that experience with you going instead of them getting the first client and going, uh, what do I do now? <laughs> you're like, um, <laughs> you have that, you have that resource that that's pretty, pretty incredible stuff. Yeah. I like that. and, that's cool. and I think it, and again, it, it helped, you know, folks come into the program with the idea they want to launch their own coaching business, but the reality is not everybody finishes that way. Right. A lot of people will of just use it as a, you know, they're a better manager, they're a better parent, they're a better influencer. And that's really what we see a mixed bag and people kind of do a self-discovery to say, you know what, I actually want to start a business and I want to use this skill set to start a business that I wasn't even thinking about though I went through the process. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And I always like this to share is... with people that when I first when I first decided to become certified, I hadn't, to Mike's point, I it wasn't because I wanted necessarily to open a coaching business. I think I had it in the back of my head, like, oh, this might be cool. But at the time, so I'm I'm a mom of five. At the time, I had just had my third child, and oh, wow. I really understood that the coaching skill set is a co- is a skill set of influence it's learning it's learning human behavior and how to influence human behavior and with kids not knowing necessarily that i was going to have another two more kids just with the three i already had i really harnessed i really wanted to harness anything i could do that would help me be a better parent and so for me that that's what first drew, drew me to coaching cuz you know again I thought okay well the skill set of influence I need to influence my children to make the best decisions that they can make to be the best human beings that they can be um and so you know then again I fell in love with the process and here I am and, yeah, you know, and here's here's the funniest part Jordan is you know she has five kids we have eight kids between us so we have a uh, we we have a huge huge uh, center of influence when it comes to kids and they love I mean, to say to me, they love to say to me, stop it with that life coaching, mom. Don't coach me. Don't coach me right now. <laughs> that's incredible. Eight. Wow. That is those are some numbers. Um, the incredible thing is when you really think about it, coaching is a place where you can gain a different perspective. And that's why I'm so big on like personal development, because a lot of the things with coaching is they'll ask you questions that you may have never heard before, or may have never, may have twindled something, may have thought a different perspective. So for you guys, I just want to provide some value to the audience. What do you think might be a question that like someone listening might be questioning, like might be thinking about that could change a perspective that could provide more value. And then we'll drop into the, the, the wild experiences you provide at these immersions. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's a, it's a really simple question. Are you happy? Right. Yeah. And and have you truly asked yourself again, whether it's personal or business, have you asked yourself, are you happy where you're at and are you ready to change? And that, that to me is a fundamental question. Absolutely. Kira, do you have a question that you think the audience can think about and ponder? Oh my goodness. I have a lot. Um, I will just say before I do it. So I, we always offer a complimentary coaching session. Um, and before I do that, I send out a pre-appointment questionnaire that is pretty lengthy. And I, you know, I tell people it takes about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, and one of the responses that I typically get is just echoing what you're saying, Jordan is, oh my gosh, like there are some really hard questions, like some things that I've never thought about on this, you know, on this questionnaire. Um, but one of the questions on the questionnaire, and it's towards the end, is if you reach, so, so, well, let me 
preface it with saying earlier in the questionnaire, it'll ask, you know, what are three changes that you want to make over the next three months? What are three changes that you want to make over the next three years? At the end of the questionnaire, it says, if you reach the age of 95 and you look back and at your life, what is what is the thing you're going to most regret? Like, what will be the thought if you've reached 95 and nothing has changed, basically? And that's pretty powerful because we don't think about that. You know, we think time is so time is so deceptive. You know, as we get older, yeah. I know for me, as I get older, I'm thinking a little bit more about that, but not as much as I probably could. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's profound. And I, I appreciate you guys taking that second just for the audience to get some ideas, just because when you think about these things, this is what caused me to go to the Inca Trail and hike for four days in the mountains. This is what caused me to run the New York City Marathon with my brother. Like, like these types of questions get you to take action in ways that you're like, wait, is my life just about getting a promotion or is there more to life? That's right. Is it, is it about creating a strong family structure? Or is it just, I have kids and then they're adults and they leave? No, you're, you're, yeah. you're changing a life. You're changing, you're providing a ton of value. So I, I completely agree with that. And so one of the things you guys mentioned um, out of all the incredible stuff is the fire walking and the glass <laughs> walking. I've never heard of the glass walking before. I, I'm scared of when glass breaks. <laughs> what, what is this? What is this? Am I going to get bad luck? No, 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 no. no. So, it's, it's exactly what you said, Jordan. It's so we have these preconceived notions in life, right? And we have messages that we hear most of the time from a very early age. So I think to echo what you just said, Jordan, and I think most listeners probably at some point in time heard from maybe a parent, a grandparent, a sibling. I just broke a glass. Don't don't come in here. Don't walk in the kitchen. You know. Right. Right. So we have this preconceived notion that we shouldn't be able to walk on glass without getting cut. Like we have this preconceived notion we shouldn't be able to walk on, you know, 1200 degree coals without getting burned. So these experiences are, they become metaphors for life, right? They become metaphors for things that we think are not possible, right? Glass walking and fire walking is, they're both very different in how you perform them and how I describe them. Um, Glass walking is a slower process, right? So the whole, it is broken glass. I will just say that. We lay down a bed of broken glass. Um, it, it has been prepared for this purpose, right? We don't just, we don't show up to the seminar with glasses and throw them down and be like, all right, we're ready to walk now, right? It is prepared for this purpose. That's right. Uh, the, whole, the whole thought process or how I like to describe a glass walk is it's kind of like instant meditation, you really have to tune into what you're doing. So if you put your foot down or when you put your foot down, if you feel something sharp, pick it up. Don't step. Pick right, it up. Readjust. Right. Move it some other place. Don't drag it because then you will get cut. Right? But pick it up, move it to another place. And if you don't feel something sharp, step down and trust the process. One step at a time. Trust the process. This is a huge theme that I say in coaching. Trust the process, right? You may not make sense right now. And trust the process. You're going to make it to the other side. The One of the things that is most, um, what do I want to say? It's cool. And for some people, not so cool is the auditory effect of the stepping on the broken glass. Because you hear it crunching. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So especially, yeah, especially, it, it's, it's loud, loud. Mm -hmm. So that sometimes, again, that, that, 
that's a mindset um, that, or that that's your indication to really check your mindset. Cause if you're, you're, you're the second in line and now here's, you know, here's here demonstrating and you hear crack, 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 you you might start to panic. So that's, you know, that's your indication. Okay. It's okay. It's just a noise. I can do this. Yeah. And one of the coolest things about this is like, they leave for that weekend and they go, I walk on glass. That's right. And that's, and that's the whole point, Jordan, right. Is, is, you know, we do a lot of, a lot of work with various charities. One of the ones that we support all the time is, is domestic violence awareness, right? So think about somebody who's been some, through something that significant and, you know, they want to break through something they do, they, you know, they have the courage to leave a relationship. You know, you're walking across glass or walking across hot coals, you can do anything. And, and you know, that the hot, the, you know, the, the firewalk is, is, is one of our favorites. We we're actually in the process of turning that into a nonprofit. We give a hundred percent of the, of the, of the proceeds away to charity. Um, and, but we're turning that into an, an official nonprofit this year. And, you know, that, that, that's an incredible experience because what we do is take about 200 pieces of wood, we burn those down. And tr- traditionally we allow the, the, the participants to kind of see the fire lighting lit, lit. And that's the powerful part. You see that fire just kind of go up, you know, 1800 degrees, 18 feet in the air. And then, you know, they'll come back a little later as it burns down. But, you know, it's usually about an eight to eight to 10 foot lane that they're walking across. And it is a really powerful experience. And again, it, it's Kira says all the time is it's kind of pushing through the discomfort, right? Life is uncomfortable. And, and you're going to have these, as she says, mini firewalks throughout your life that you're going to stop and think and says, I can't do this. Yes, you can, right? It all begins with a single step. And, and that's really the metaphor that the firewalk becomes. And quite frankly, it's a really cool thing. It's a great picture for, you know, for yourself to say, look, I walked on fire and, you know, you get to help charity at the same time uh, you know, we've, we've built, uh, you know, a, you know, we, we've built the, the number one firewalking organization in the Mid-Atlantic here. And, um, and, you know, we've done that through just helping people and doing what we love. That's incredible. That's incredible. And now I know you have worked with different organizations as well. Do you make them firewalk? <laughs> just so, we don't them make, so we don't make any, <laughs> I'm going to answer for it here. We don't make anybody firewalk that doesn't want to. Um, but that, oh, what they'll do here. Yeah. What, what okay. they'll do, what we encourage them to do is use the, use the firewalk as a platform. So they'll have yeah. a fundraiser and we'll use the firewalk as a portion of that fundraiser to say, here's a really great draw for somebody to come to your event. You know, you're, you're doing other things. We, we've done them in brewery parking lots. We've done them on farms. We've done them, you know, in corporate locations. Oh, wow. Um, you know, and, and our big, our big push for the next couple of years is corporate partnerships. We really want to get, you know, our, our tagline is ignite your community. And we really want to get corporations involved in this process as, as we have in the past on a much larger scale and have them donate to the charity as well as participating in a team building thing and getting something out of for their organization. That's, that's, that's really one of our biggest goals coming forward. Yeah, I, I was honestly, I was joking around before, but I think if you're, because here's the thing, if you do an experience like this, and what most people might not realize that they haven't been to an immersion or some type of event with the glass walking or the firewalk, you do that. And it's like, you'll have strangers who become like a very good friend. And you're like, how did this happen? We, we see and, it all the time. Absolutely. And, and that's why I think if you put this in with, a sales team or an operations team or a team that needs 
just coming up together. Yep. That experience will be something that's like, whoa. Yeah, we're like, we, we were talking about that on our ARP. We have a podcast as well related to the firewalk stuff. And we were just talking about that and how powerful that is. Because there's always a couple of people that says, I'm not walking across fire. I don't care what you say, what course. you do, I'm not walking across fire. But when you get them with a group of people that they know, and it's, you know, you know, Sally and, and everyone's like, Sally, 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 you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. And it's just that powerful energy that brings a level from here to here and the team building that, that that just allows to happen is awesome. Yeah. And the what people don't realize is that shared experience is so much deeper. Um, I was talking about this earlier. Um, just when you think about the new year, you think about what are those top moments? What are those moments that were really defining moments? And half the time, it's not hanging out with friends or going to that bar or doing that thing. It's like swimming with sharks. It's fire walking. It's glass walking. It's these things that were like, I don't know. I, I didn't think I was that guy, but I'm that guy now, I guess. <laughs> um, so I think that it's a super powerful experience. It's awesome. So, so, it's our favorite. It's our, it's our favorite event. My favorite you, event. How, yeah. I was Here just going to say, too, and to, you know, going back to that whole we don't make anybody walk. Um, <laughs> There are times when people don't, when people do choose to walk. And, you know, my, my coaching is always, if you choose not to walk, I just want you to make sure that you are making that decision, not from a place of fear, right? That you're making that decision because you're, because your intuition, because something says, yeah, you know what, this is, this just doesn't feel right for me, right? That, and that's totally fine and honor that. And I, I tell people when that happens, you actually received a gift, maybe larger than the gift of crossing the coals, because there are so many times in our life when we have a feeling, like I know everyone listening can say at least once in their life, they had a gut feeling, something told them not to do something, you know, in their body gave them the indication they shouldn't do something. And you did it anyway, only to say, crap, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Right. Okay. That's called your inner guidance system or your intuition or whatever, you know, whatever label you put on it. And it's there for a reason. So that's what I love to tell people at the firewalk. If anything inside you, if your intuition says, nope, this is not my night to walk, I've done it. It's happened to me. And I honor it because I know if I don't, then I probably will get, we call them kisses or little hot spots. Something will show up on my feet because I wasn't in the right emotional state. Yeah. You're making me feel more comfortable about this firewalk right now. <laughs> We're going to get you into a firewalk. We already told you that. I, I can't wait. I mean, the thing is that that perspective, I think there's that perspective right there that Kira provided is much larger than just the firewalk. Like anybody listening could really take a lot from that and realize that like, like if a job ended, if they're going through a tough time, going through a bad breakup, going through anything, you there's always a positive on the side of that perspective and you can find that positive. And if you can't, there's people here who are willing to help. Um, so I think that's just a super important thing to say, just because there's a lot of people going through a lot of stuff right now. And it's the reset, like with, with stuff going, it might get worse and it might get harder, but there's always, if you can find those beacons of light, those positive people, I think that's super important. And it doesn't have to be anyone here. It could be friends or family or whoever, but like make sure to look for them and realize them because having the proper perspective will allow you to go so much further than you ever believed it possible to be. So 
how do you guys work with organizations? Is it just the firewalks or do you, are you guys doing other stuff or what, what are you guys doing? No, we do. Um, we, we, the, as we kind of said before, there's kind of three buckets, the personal side, the marketing side, and then what we like to call the cultural, um, the cultural side where we'll come in and do personality assessments, team building, things like that. That's one avenue. And then the other avenue is sheerly working with them from a marketing perspective, whether they want to turn around a business, increase a business, they want to compete in the red ocean or find some new product in the blue ocean, whatever that is, that's how we engage. And, and we don't have, a, and Kira said this kind of uh, on the on the personal side, we don't have a specific blueprint because every business is different. Every need is different. So we come in and do an assessment and really help you make the harder right decision of perhaps ending a relationship from a long period of time and your business is not no longer serving, right? We come in there to help you do that and help you replace that that source or that that service. And and so it's really a variety of things. We can help them in any number of ways, whether that's team building, goal setting, accountability, marketing, uh, sales training. Um, and then quite frankly, one of the things as a byproduct that always happens is the personal training, where we find that a large majority of the staff just simply needs personal training sometimes. Because again, as we love to say, they're a person first. Absolutely. And you mentioned uh, relationships. And where some people have to move on from, what would be, you don't have to give a specific example, but what would an example of uh, some scenario of that be? Like, cause yeah. I'm just trying to gauge if an organization's listening, they can figure out, yeah, is this the right thing or not? Well, yeah. One of the, one of the easy ones is, is we, we come in and do a comprehensive marketing audit, right? So, okay. you know, we'll come into a new business and say, well, how much are you spending on marketing here? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, then we determine they're spending $10,000 or $20,000. And the next obvious question is, how much, what are you getting out of that? Well, I don't know. Well, why are you paying? <laughs> so we go through that process and we may eliminate kind of some of those, you know, $1,500 here and $5,000 there relationships they have that they were sounded really good in the beginning, but the, the reality, no one's managing them. So they have no idea if they were beneficial or not. So that's a really great example of how we eliminate poorly done for you solutions and then replace them with something more effective. Gotcha. So very similar to an individual having a hundred subscriptions and not knowing which one's which and just it, it, getting charged every month. Exactly. 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 We're doing, we're doing a comprehensive look on that. And, and that, that is, uh, you know, or, or technology providers. Another one, we, one of our, one of our businesses is technology consulting. We do a lot of consulting across the, across the country. And, and a lot of times, if you're not a technical person, you can be sold very easily on something that, that is not beneficial for you. And, and we come in and kind of play that, play that role for them to make sure that they're getting the best dollar or the best buy for their dollar. Yeah. And I mean, like I said before, getting another set of eyes right. on something is very beneficial. It, it helps a lot because people don't hold the proper perspective in order most of the time because you're you might be so committed to this marketing person or you might have invested so much money that you're like this can't be a loss like That's this right. has to work out and you right. probably see that a lot where people over invest and and that's you see that you know, bo both on the personal and the business side yep. And, you know, oh, and bad relationships. Absolutely. <laughs> Great. And, you know, again, the value of having a coach or having, you know, a team come in and help you is that we don't have that emotional attachment. You know, I don't have that. I, I can I can say certain things or present something a certain way to a client or to an organization because it's not my organization. 
right? It's just like, you know, we need business coaching. We hire a business coach because we're emotionally attached to our business. And right. they are. Well, even, I mean, Kira, I mean, Kira, even, even the relationship coaching we do on the personal side, we, we kind of warn people like, look, the outcome may not be a happy relationship. <laughs> it may be the best thing for you is to end this toxic relationship. And that's something that, you know, we help guide them through and see, you know, again, shine, just again, shine that mirror in their face to say, is this just the right thing for you? And I think relationships. So people have said it, that the spouse you choose is like one of the top decisions because you spend so much time with them and your friends can see it. Everyone can tell if there's a relationship where they're like, I don't know if that's congruent. Like, (laughs) I don't know, like that works sometimes, but I'm not sure. And like to get another perspective where they're like, this definitely isn't the situation. it, It can be hard. And a lot of this stuff is difficult. But like you might be eons happier afterwards. So I would just say it seems like there's a lot of opportunities all around. But the big thing is reflecting that mirror on you. And is it, are you happy with what's going on with you currently? Are you happy with the mirror? Are you happy with what you're seeing? Because you're the only one who can make the real change. Like right. Mike and Kira said, they're, they're just providing an opinion. They're not saying you got to do anything. It's just an idea. So I think that's really powerful. So where can people learn more about Ignite Leadership 360? Also, how does someone get a complimentary session? How does all that work? So visit our website. So you can go right on our website, sign up for a complimentary coaching session. There's a calendar link there. Um, you know, obviously, if you're local, we love to meet in person. And, but we- and where is local? Because I know we haven't touched on that, really. Where, where are you guys located? <laughs> we kind of just started diving we're, we're, little old, we're little old Delaware. Uh, yeah. about, uh, we're, we're about 45 minutes from Philadelphia in, in between Baltimore and Philadelphia, about 45 miles, uh, 45 miles from each of them. So, and, but we service anybody anywhere across the country. We can travel to you. You can travel to us, whichever makes the most sense. And, um, as Kier said, social media, um, Facebook at ignite leadership 360. And our website is www.igniteleadership360.com. And I, I think both the personal side and the business side, we give you the first initial, the first initial complimentary coaching sessions set for an hour, generally lasts an hour and a half because we can dig deep into your, into your, into your needs. And, uh, and then we kind of go from there. Yeah. And so for me, uh, complimentary sessions have always been uh, a big value add because it's something that you're experiencing for the first time and you're getting a taste and they're not going like, Hey, you, you, this is the cost. It's you're experiencing this. And through that, you get to go, are these people a fit? Are they not a fit? So I'm just saying in any complimentary coaching session uh, dynamic, it's always good to like learn about their perspectives, see if it's something that you agree with. And if so, you guys can discuss further, but I really appreciate you guys coming on. I always like to say real quick, Jordan, too, like I do the complimentary coaching session just as much for the client as I do for myself. <laughs> sure. Because again, this is bringing it full circle, you know, the difference between coaching and therapy, you know, I only want to work with individuals who really want to change. I can, there's only so much I can do. It's your life. So I can, you know, I can teach you, I can share, I can uh, cheer for you. And at the end of the day, you have to be willing to do the work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And most people don't realize that because when you pay for a lot of different services, it's like you pay for an electrician, the electrician is going to do it for you. 
right. but coaching is a weird space where it's, Hey, it's a new perspective. And now it's Jordan's got to work out every single morning. Do I want to work out every morning? Next time I meet with Kira, <laughs> did I work out every morning? No, I That's didn't. Right. Why? And it's this really, you have to do the work and you have to get into the nitty gritty, but that's why it's so niche, but that's why it's so valuable because most people aren't willing to do the work. So if you are, you, you can really, the world is your oyster and it's a, it's a very good thing. So I will put all the links in the show notes and uh, I really appreciate the time guys. This was awesome. This was great. great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast for that. We'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in.